0: And welcome back, everybody, to the greatest hit show ever on Netflix.com. This is 50s, first dates in the 50s. You guys know me. I'm Buford McInnes, everybody. Buford McInnes. And 50s going on another date today. 50. What up? Yeah, you play a 50 cent. Where are you taking this 50s broad? Hey, what up, player This this shit, my favorite thing we do all week, homie. Um, and we taking these bitches to fucking PF Chang's. (laughs) Well, I've got a great girl for you
1: today. I don't want no girl, homie. She is
0: five foot eleven. That's a tall bitch. One hundred and eighty pounds. Okay, now you're speaking. Redhead. With green eyes and double D boobs, 50. Ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you right Ooh. now. You know this, I love a trick. This is your girl, my daughter, Beatrice McInnes. Oh, oh, shit. I already done hit that, homie.
1: What's up, 50.
0: Bitch, get walking. All right, let's bring out our next girl then. This girl. Five foot four. I'm a, I'm a cut to the chase, homie. Fiddy is a P-I-M-P. He is a so P.F. F. Chang. So these, these women's be my employees. Well, let me just show you Dolores then. Five foot four. Tight 125 pounds. She keeps it rocking. She's a yoga instructor. Let's see your guys's date here on the live screen. Check the shit.
1: Thanks, fifty. Shut up. <laughs> what are you gonna eat today? I said shut up, bitch. I'll I'll just have water. Back.
0: <laughs> Proud of that moment. <laughs> the truth. But I know it will. My so mom always said a box of chocolates. Love lads. <laughs> Love lads. Love lads. That was lads. a specific 50 cent impression, by the way, not just a <laughs> general... A A V impression. I I listened to a lot of his albums. Did a did a couple days on him in class this semester, so I know Fifty and his cadences. And bitch is a big part of his. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's a pimp. Yeah, that's his like that's his thing. He's he doesn't like dating women. He likes to be a pimp, which is not everybody. It's him. That's Fifty. It's a little a bit of, his of persona. A little bit of me. A little bit I'm of pre- you, yeah. I'm pretty pimp. Yeah, as a girl, dad. <laughs> as a girl, dad. I'm a real pimp. A real, uh, a real one. Uh oh, uh, Jesus! I forgot to say, love lads. You said it. Um, but yeah, oh, we're dang, we're in it. Um, and we got a movie today. A, a movie, 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 a movie. It's like a love movie. That's kind of what we're doing this month. We're trying to get these movies. If you haven't noticed yet, the theme is supposed to be like, like oh, they, they they love each other, right? Or maybe not. Yeah, and that's why up to this point we played Jaws and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, love of humanity and the yeah. love of living. Love of water and love of warfare. Yeah, and the love of surviving both. And apparently the love what? of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I picked... <laughs> I picked two Spielberg films. We, I mean, that's that goes without saying. Who doesn't love? Yeah, I mean, if Mr. you're gonna Leg. if you're gonna throw out two just random names of films in the history of films, there's a good chance one of them is going to be a Spielberg film. <laughs> yeah, he's made half of all the movies. It um, seems like when you when you're when you're watching movies. Oh, well, you got some questions here for me today. It's week three into this. Oh, I thought you had questions for me. I got some questions for oh, you. Sweet. All right, we'll flip the table. Do you like Happy Madison movies? Yes, um, more so. But why? Some of the older, like 90s, think, 2000s, some of the new movies. Let age, me rephrase that. Do you think they're quality films? No. Okay. But I they see, are fun and easy to watch. Yes. Which is movies sometimes. Yeah. Um, do you like, speaking of Mr. Spielberg. His goddaughter. I do. Loved her in um, Playboy. She's got a good talk show.
1: He's in Playboy? Yeah. yeah.
0: The lead of this movie was? Yeah. I didn't know that. But good connection we put together there. Maybe not. Wait, let me let me see. Yeah, that is a good connection. By complete happenstance. A good segue. Um, I got questions for you, though. You kind of you kind of stole my thunder there like well you told hell? me i was supposed to do it <laughs> you, you you gifted me your thunder drew barrymore 1995 magazine for playboy yep cool Ah, uh, cool first question for you um shit, what was i just about to say i just had something Lucas, no. Do you, Do you like, like Hawaii? Rob Schneider. I I love Hawaii. I've been twice in my life. Both were magical times. Recently, my mom and stepdad went there, and they brought me back these like healing crystals. I've been wearing all over the damn place. And so you've never been school. sick ever since. I don't think so. Blue's That's been going good. around. I've been I've been whisked away. Uh, my granddad swears that if you put a copper pipe up your nose. You you won't have illness. The fuck? There there also were those bracelets that were supposed to give you great balance, but I never fell over while wearing them. I guess it's true. I mean, a lot of us don't fall over very often, but um, the next vertigo question. less. Yeah, I've got three questions for you. Hawaii. So number two. Do you like spam and Reese's together? Sure. No. How about separate? Yeah. Nice. Good. And third question. Do you like uh actors that are in both the Goonies and the Lord of the Rings and Stranger Things? Um, that's an interesting trio. Are they in any other movies? Uh, maybe 50 First States. Oh. Um, I mean, I would probably need more information, but that seems like movies, actors that have pretty good agents sure good all right well if you've answered yes to liking steven spielberg's goddaughter yeah uh hawaii happy madison films add one more yeah there you go uh actors that have been in the goonies and the lord of the rings and 51st dates and Er, or strange other shit too what what was the other thing i said fucking oh spam and reese's yeah then you've come to this is a move we we, this is the right place for movies lucas and I'm bra- and I'm the dad, and this, is, and this is the dad, the good, the bad, the good, the, the good, dad, the, and the movies, dad, and the movies. And if you're you're with <laughs> us this long, you're killing it. Good Thank on you. you. Swear, <laughs> yes, swear, like really good on you. This is your third Love Lad season. <sighs> when do we start getting money from the YouTube videos? Uh when they start paying us. Oh yeah. So. Did you did you, you fill out your did you fill out your W two yet and stuff to get It's not April tenth. You crazy? <laughs> you you're a last minuter, huh? Oh duh! <laughs> I don't know what my taxes are going to be like this a- year. D- now that having a mortgage and a baby, like a dependent, and married, and have like stocks that I'm that I own now, it's you like you could just like it's roll the dice. Yeah, I'll just I'll just put something down. It won't hurt. Taxes are, are... People don't know this. They don't check. Rarely. Only if They're you're, not like, in regulated. the news. Yeah. Well, I was in the news before for a singing thing. For the Mendelssohn Club? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm fucked. What's, what do we do now in our podcast? Uh, this, this is where we talk about uh, our history. No, that seems wrong. Oh, the we fears? say the movie. We got to do beers first. Well, they usually say the movie Fifty First Dates from two thousand four. It's a cl- you know it, people. It's a classic. If, if there's somebody that's listening to a movie podcast like this and hasn't seen yeah. Fifty First Dates, that'd blow me away. That would blow Brandon away. It's, that would that would blow me. It's it's like a it's a movie and it's Happy Madison and it's one of their bigger. Hits, yep. maybe one of the maybe more like commercial and critical mixed hits. Yeah, people think I would argue. It's the people of their think, think. The people think and from 2004. And we're drinking beers. I'm drinking, um, a really nice beer actually. Um, it's called Water. Same, homie. Hey, homie. I got a hydro flask. I think I talked about getting one last time, and now I got one. A receptacle for your water. I did. I'm proud of. You. Uh, mostly, mostly drunk by, by uh, children on the basketball team because they never bring their water, <laughs> so you just hand so it out to anybody and everybody. Yeah, I, I've it's been it's been it's been tough. Hi, <laughs> Jinjo. Um, I've seen a lot of losses in a row. I've <laughs> we have I've seen a, a, a basketball win in person since since that crazy winner. <laughs> since the game winner that. that- the, since the buzzer beater, yeah, we've lo- I've lost every single other thing. It's, it's not my fault, obviously. I'm a brilliant guy, but... Because <laughs> you've got bad players. Humbling. No, that, they're great, too. It's, it's everybody else's fault. I see. Not yours or the players. It's the fans' fault. You hear that, folks? Well, they're good, too. Yeah. And I don't scream at the refs anymore, I guess. That's a positive. What? I seem to have kicked that habit.
1: Have you ever screamed a at a
0: director? Yes, Wes Anderson, not to his face. <laughs> Tim Burton, fuck you, yeah. To whoever the director of Do- Drop Dead Fred was, uh, yeah, or Fred himself, but yeah. Um, well, I've got a Who director. His name is Dennis Peter Seagal. Ooh, Jason Segal's brother. Is it Jason Seagal's brother? No. I didn't think so. No, um, but he's got. A decent uh filmography, a lot with our leading man. He's done Naked Gun 33 and a third, The Final Insult. Uh he's done Tommy Boy. Ah. Anger Management. Yep, seen that one. Seen those the two. Remake of The Longest Yard. Yep. Not great. I think it's People okay. like that. I don't like it. Are you a bigger fan of that or Waterboy? Which football based Adam Sandler film do you like more? <sighs> They're both bad. I think Longest yard, but the OG longest too. yard, even better, the best. Um, also done. Get smart. Uh, three episodes of the TV show Shameless. William H Macy, mm. Emmy Ross. Yeah, I haven't Jeremy seen it. Online. And uh, seen a it. movie called My Spy. My Spy. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. My Spy with my little lie. A girly I can get cause she don't get too many likes. A curly head, curly head, cutie. Can, cutie. That's Jeremy a weird. My wife chorus a weird <laughs> message super duper kyle's a weird guy i'm gonna pray on some insecure girls on instagram all these bitches come in pairs like balls in my nutsack that's a good line that's a good line she says she's but 21 i might have to id that all these bitches come line. in pairs like balls in my nutsack <laughs> yeah, that he's, little yachty verse good and the one from the calvin harris album where he says uh Remember that oh, time you put the pepperonis on your eyes, made you look like a creature. Now I think about you every time that I eat pizza. <laughs> that's uh, that's that, honesty, and he eats pizza all the time. So you know that is it's, true. It's it's affecting him. <laughs> the loss of his woman. That's the like loss the of his girl. Woody Allen, That's like a Woody Allen lobster scene.
1: Yeah, it's weird, oh. intensely
0: personal. And now every time he oh. eats lobster, he thinks of Annie Hall. Shit. He's, he's invoking Mr. Allen. <laughs> Lil Yachty is always invoking Woody Allen. Yeah, that's why his next album to be called <laughs> Cafe Society. Um, and then a writer for you, George Wing. Oh, that sounds like a made-up alias. But yeah, go on. The the movie sound made up, too. He did one called Outsourced. No, no, I, I know Outsourced. That was a TV show on NBC for a while. Well, this is a movie. Yeah, and then they adapted it into a bad movie in India. And then he's done one called Como Si Fuera la Primera Vez. Okay, don't know that one. What was that, the Will that's Ferrell? That's it. The Will Ferrell Spanish language movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? He did a Spanish language movie where it was like. He was just very badly spoke Spanish the entire time. That was no like a clue cowboy. This is. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's like La Casa de Mi Padre or something. Oh, shit. And it, I think it was him and John C. Riley together. Casa de mi padre. I was right. Did it have John C. C. Riley? No, it has. Will Ferrell, Diego Luna, Gail Garcia Bernal, Tennessee <laughs> Rodriguez, Adrian Martinez, Nick Offerman, Pedro Armendarez, Kunir. <laughs> So it's a fully Hispanic cast aside from Will Farrell and Nick Offerman. Yeah. Nick is a DEA agent, so that makes sense. Okay. Well, that's yeah, he all plays this like a Mexican done. guy. It's a crazy movie. Crazy. I think he's an alias guy. Could be. And then a cast. You got the Sandman, our second installation of Sandler. Adam. Adam himself. The great chameleon actor of our generation. He could play. He could play a, a mentally challenged he can play vampire. A sh- shlu- well, he can't. He could also play like a <laughs> schlubby. He can play like a schlubby middle American guy, or he can play like a, a gambling addict, or he can play like a cobbler. He can do it all. Or, or he, he can, cobbles. He could play a an animated Jewish American in Eight Crazy Nights. He sure could. Did you see on our Discord that Seth watched Past Lives? No. Good for him. Do you like it? Two nights ago, I just got a, a notification about it last night, but the night before, he put he a whole like review it? about past lives on wow. our Discord. Good for he him. Gave, I need to see past lives. He gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Ooh. Not great, then. he That's the only of the foreign language films that you saw have to watch from this year's Oscars. You got Zona of Interest and Anatomy of a Fall out of the way. I think I'm going to show Anatomy of, my, of a Fall to my kids in class. I have to get the parents to sign a permission slip, but then it's go time. Boom. So you got the Sandman. Then you've got Playboy actress and goddaughter of Steven Spielberg, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, good. That's a good good impression. <laughs> you got to purse was... the lips. She had a very tough childhood, I think. Famously, she was, was like an a e. child e. star. And yeah, and Spielberg founder got like abused and drug addicted and mm-hmm. had crazy boyfriends and had more drugs and all sorts of stuff and then showed her titties in a magazine and she's back yeah and she's a Tough very hair. like pretty much like charismatic like, yeah people yeah. love her um, you've got uh, Rob Schneider Sandman second hand man I hate Rob Schneider <laughs> <laughs> maybe my least favorite of the Sandman carom cool. Yeah, this might be one of my favorite roles of his, though, which says a lot. It's it's also semi racist depiction by him. Of he's course. like a crazy conservative guy now, too. Really, loves you, loves the Trump. You've also got Sean Astin. That's that's the guy. Mm-hmm, he's pretty good. A, uh, a small role for Dan Aykroyd. He's always he's, he's the guy. Yeah, uh, Lucia Struess. Uh, Amy Hill, Alan Coverts, uh Black Clark, Peter Dante, Jonathan Loughran, and uh, a small role for Maya Rudolph in there as a... Paul Thomas Anderson's wife. She always pops up in these, too. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, almost part of the crew. Why don't I see the name of the dad in here? <laughs> how, did, how did he not Diane make... Wiest? How was he... Not one of the top build. He's like the third biggest character. I think you might have said him. Did I? Yeah. Blake Clark. Yeah. Oh, it's because I accidentally wrote Black Clark. (laughs) I was wondering what Black Clark that was. (laughs) And you didn't stop me? No, I didn't know, so I couldn't comment. I thought that was a man's name. Black. Well, I guess that's fair. And a plot! I mean, you've you've seen 50 First Dates, we all know it, but Henry Roth is a man afraid of commitment until he meets the beautiful Lucy. They hit it off and Henry thinks he's finally found the girl of his dreams, until discovering that she has short-term memory loss and forgets him the next day. Pretty stupid. Pretty dumb. Pretty dumb plot. Honestly. I, I like mean, it. It, to be determined if they pull it off, but this is such a fucking Jim Carrey plot. You know what I mean? Such a... Yeah. And I like Jim Carrey plots. I mean, I hate Jim Carrey plots. You know what I mean? What if he can't say no? What, what if, if I can't forgets? tell a lie? Yeah. Can't believe those are two separate movies. <laughs> liar, Liar, and Yes Man. Two different movies. Liar, Liar, Dumb and Dumber, Yes Man. Yeah, all all different, but the same. The great This is not Jim Carrey. You gotta give give Jim Carrey at least some credit for uh now, count it, oh, that's, um, that's a the Truman customer, show, right? Like, that one's a true a true genuine masterpiece, I think. Such a creative original screenplay idea. Was that nominated for anything? I don't know what that was. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it just stopped also and recordings. then it and then it ended. Yeah, me too. That was weird. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Movie. Did you hear Did you hear me say anything about the Truman Show? Barely. The What what do you think about the Truman Show, at least? Honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen the Truman Show. I wasn't enamored with it when I did, I remember, but I was pretty young. And I mean, I wasn't all that enamored with the Memory Loss one either. Eternal Sunshine, yeah. I remember I saw that, I think I saw that in my film theory class, and everyone was fucking doing cartwheels, and I was like, Back to the Woody Allen, am I right? I also did Eternal Sunshine for my film course, and I loved it. We all know that. But I think this is a better role for Jim Carrey as the Truman Show. Um, It was nominated for three Oscars. Best Director, Best uh, Supporting Actor for Ed Harris, and Best Original Screenplay. The Kaufman? Huh? Charlie Kaufman? No, the Truman Show's Peter Weir. Oh, I thought I was talking about Eternal Sunshine. No, nope. Peter sure Weir's pretty jump. cool, I guess. Although, Eternal Sunshine was also nominated for a couple. The Kaufman. Mm-hmm. I think it did win screenplay, actually. But, after that plot, we've got some history. The history's coming, the history's coming. Vamanos! <laughs> Vamanos? They didn't say that. Yeah, they did. No, they were the, the Americas. <clears throat> Vamanos! <laughs> was, they were basically still British. They, they were most lonely boys. They were British Americans. Aye, aye, aye! <laughs> it's not British. Little uh, boxes. <laughs> Get this fucking tea out of here!
1: <laughs>
0: fucking tea. <laughs> um, where's the big red homie? When do you think the Boston accent came around? Did they, they immediately land in the Americas and migrate to Boston? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, just fuck you. <laughs> dump the fucking tea in the... <laughs> how, do like, how do you like them apples? And the yab. In dump the all harbor. the fucking tea in the harbor. The harbor. <laughs> They tea land. They get to Boston like, give me some fucking Dunkin' Donuts, man. They do. In the, yeah. the 1700s. We've, we've had some pretty... We've had, we've almost had a lot of racial appropriation so far, and Boston. So we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing really good. Uh, Black, the history is Mexican. coming, but I forgot the history. Whoa, my memory. Oh, whoa, that's a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you? No, I didn't. I've got it right oh. here in front of me. I can read still. You so you did forget, but you can. Read, I did. Yeah. Um 51st Dates is a 2004 American romantic comedy film on October 9th 220 or sorry October 29th 2002 Variety reported that Columbia Pictures had bought a spec script from screenwriter George Ring titled 51st Kisses with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore originally in negotiations to star in the lead roles Barrymore was told on the script immediately and wrote Sandler a letter suggesting it as their next film together since The Wedding Singer Sandler joined the cast in December of 2002 and was announced as a co-producer. He then recommended the script to Peter Seagal while they were working on post-production on Anger Management. Seagal agreed to direct, leaving him with only two days of break from work before filming. And while the script is primarily credited to George Wing, Adam Sandler had also reworked the script, significantly transforming its genre from a drama to a comedy. Additional changes Mm. Sandler made to the script, including moving its setting from Seattle to Hawaii, and rewriting a decent amount of the interior scenes that take place in a cafe. Most of the film was shot on location on Oahu, Hawaii, um, and... uh, Like every Sandler movie. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. He loves to go somewhere tropical. And the film received... Mixed reviews, but was a commercial success. It was later remade in India as Satyabama from two thousand seven, and as Good movie. Uh, or mayundo i mukam in Malaysia in twenty fourteen. Bad movie in Japan. Fifty first kisses in twenty eighteen. Not great. In really Iran, two thousand five, they made Chapdast. They make a pretty stunning turn in that one. I would recommend Chapdesk. And then, oh, and in Mexico, uh, Como si fuera la primera vez in 2019. Uh, You would think maybe, but no. (laughs) The film marked the second collaboration between Sandler and Barrymore after The Wedding Singer, but before Blended. blended. And Blended. And it also was dedicated to Sandler's late father, Stanley Sandler, who unfortunately passed during the production. He would have loved this. Of course, Stanley. he would. What do you think about the title, 51st Kisses? It's a little stupider. Yeah, it's a little more childish. A little more cutesy. Yeah. 51st um, Dates, do you think that's a good title? I like it, actually. I don't think it's terrible. I agree. Um, well, while I was reading that, when I said Peter Seagal, I thought of Peter Seagull. 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 Yeah. Um and with that it's budget time. Can you guess the failed the postsynaptic mind? trans transmissions <laughs> in the brain? Oh he he's stroking it, folks. In the mind, there's a rhyme.
1: Can in the you mind? guess
0: the mind? I can, can you guess, guess the, l- the post synaptic transmissions in the mind? I'll try and guess the budget, maybe, Brandon. Yeah, don't guess the mind. <laughs> the mind. I'll say, <laughs> oof, so little Nikki, happy Madison, 80 million. Adam Sandler, 2004, Drew Barrymore, Hawaii. Calculating it's cost $68 million in my small opinion. That's a good guess. <clears throat> yeah. a good guess. Uh, 75 million. Ooh, five off of the Nikki that was little. I would have. I mean, how did that cost eighty million? <laughs> this is on Hawaii with stars. I know Man. the other one was just on a set and in New York, like and just Adam Sandler and Harvey Keitel for like a day. Yeah, who else was there in that? That was like big, beefy. That's that's, that's an animated dog. Beefy. That's what cost um, it so much was the mouth on the dog. Truly. Okay, so I was pretty close on that. I've been pretty. Close Patricia recently. Arquette was in that. She was. I mean, sure. She wasn't yeah. a huge name at the time, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 75 mil. That's a good guess. It's not your standard cheap rom-com 20, 30 million dollar one. 75 sure, mil. Sure not. Sandwich Sandman's always got this. a, always got a big payroll and a big production. How come? Okay. What are you doing? I was trying to get the brand's recording the call oh, notification the out of there. What do you think this made opening weekend? October 29th, Brandon said, three years post 9 11, people are probably clamoring for some feel good date movies. At some lighthearted and fun. Yeah, of course they are. They're still thinking about what happened to those towers. I'll say, I mean, movies are cooking. I'll say 26 mil at the opening box office. This had to have opened at number one. Because this pulled in $39.9 million. 9 is good. So it might $40 have. million. Bucks. Yeah, sure. It had to have. I bet you're right. That's a good movie weekend, though. That's Howl a weekend. good weekend. It's a good movie weekend. Yeah, for a non-summer blockbuster. $40 million is a good horror. weekend. Yeah. Um, how about U.S. and Canada? Total? $40 translates pretty well. I'd imagine 95 Even Domestic. Better. One twenty point nine. Wow, a certified blockbuster. Yeah, without Passing even a hundred million threshold. With, without even pulling in worldwide yet, it's a blockbuster. That is a blockbuster. Good money. And uh,
1: worldwide, they like him. One.
0: What we say? One twenty. Two ten. Oh. Man, 200.5 million. Yeah, it broke the 200 million threshold. I think nowadays people like Sandler more or like if a Sandler movie comes out, they're just seeing it. You know, at this time, I mean, he was still big, but this was his cover They're beating each other down with their limbs and other weapons to get tickets to see the Sandman. It it proves it. I mean, he was such a bank bankable figure back then. What didn't cash out for Sandman pre two thousand and ten? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, in, like invincible at the box office. Yeah, L- little Nicky, I think made money. I think it. I mean, they all made money. That's all those fucking shits. I don't think he's had a failure of a film. The most one of the most bankable movie figures of all time, and he's relatable mm-hmm. because he just like like on all the awards just basketball shorts yeah or, or jeans and a hoodie to the to the fucking office he Oscars. get his haircut besides a buzz cut and he can hoop you know yeah I, I i have i heard he likes to hoop i don't know if his abilities are up to... it might be an obama situation or no i've se- i've seen him play he's good he's got really good vision on the court and iq for passing sure. is one of his sure. big things i think i think my my seventh grade girls could fuck him up you know who can? I've been seeing videos that who can like actually like splash is Jason Sudeikis. Interesting. He's good at everything. It seems he's very good. And obviously, Jay Cole. J Cole. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Jordan, game. who was on here, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Jordan! Happy birthday! Um, he's on. currently in Kansas City. Ooh, for the Super Bowl adjacent. Well, he was going down there for a concert tomorrow to St. Louis. Yeah. J. Cole and Drake together. That's a good concert. But there's he's stopping in Kansas City to watch the Drake's Super had Bowl his, there. Drake's had his leaks out on the web. Yep, I saw it. You saw his dick? I saw his dick. I got the Blanc-Pain-Swatch combo on today. Nice. Yeah, blacked out. It's beautiful. Ice out, bust down. Um so 75 mil taken over 200 mil total that's a winny they they're getting the a 20 domestic yeah yeah movie poopy movie 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 and they did not get a sequel but they got lots of foreign spin-offs yeah um and then taglines there are two official taglines the first one imagine having to win over the girl of your dreams every friggin day <laughs> Every friggin' day. That's bad. You can't <laughs> put that in the title, friggin'. And then, the next one. The Ultimate Bachelor will face the Ultimate Challenge. A little better? Sounds like a CBS show. That'd be a good show. Yeah, maybe like, I don't know, like The Bachelor or something. Or The Challenge. Or The Hunk. Yeah, Nathan hunk Fielder. <laughs> yeah. Taglines of our own? These are pretty poor. Uh, they're both kind of middle. They're both we could do better than friggin' take out friggin' and you're fine. Yeah, and it's put better. In fucking no, just addition by subtraction. Fucking day. Yeah, maybe. Um, love remembers. Oh, that's already yeah. good. Yeah, shit. Love remembers. Well, true love remembers. Fifty first fucks. True love is experiencing it for the first time. Live like. It's the first, I don't know. Love like it's the first time. There you go. Love like it's the first time. True Barrymore love. True Barrymore love. Those are pretty good. We could sell this movie. All I said was true Barrymore love and 51st fucks. And you were doing these great things like love remembers and love like it's your first time. and 51st fucks. She's a virgin still, she thinks. What about something with amnesia? Uh... I amnesia. Amnesia to fall in love with me. There you go. I I am gonna amnesia. I remember how to love. (laughs) How to love. She doesn't remember the Titans. (laughs) Of course not. She only remembers the nineteen ninety Titans. Um. So those are great taglines. I'm going to thumbs up again. Yeah. How do you do that? I didn't do it. That was you. No, I, I don't touch anything. I don't either. That's why I just keep looking at my watch. It's a Blancpain Swatch combo collaboration. <laughs> it's the Antarctic the Ocean edition. We already Over. saw the watch. <laughs> um. Facts time. Fifty first facts. Uh, Fifty <laughs> fact dates. Those are both good. Fact the first dates. What about? Um, does I didn't make. I haven't seen all the movie. I think I've watched the first thirty minutes before we did this. I mean, fun. I watched it all because we're gonna do this all in one recording. Of course, we're not gonna movie movie and then delay. But does Rob Schneider go do his thing? What does he always yell?
1: You can't do it.
0: Does he yell that here in this movie? I don't think he, I don't think he does in this film. What about you? Can fact it? You can fact it. Oh my god! Happy factison! Happy factison! We we do that? I don't know. Would we do Maybe it for a little did. Nikki? I don't know. Little Nikki was like early on. That was like, and we we do these. Yeah, we probably did like a little factier. We've done hundreds of these almost. <laughs> we not almost. We literally have done almost hundreds of them. What about cats facts? What about dog facts? <laughs> no, there's no dogs, man. Turtle there facts? There are no dogs. Fact and races. The Kulawe fact day. Kulawe fact day. Mahalo facts. Mahalo facts. We're, we're circling the drain here. We've almost got yeah, it. Yeah, and we're going to do it. It's going to come out of my mouth in three, two, one. Factor Boy. The Factor Boy Oh, I wanted Factor Boys. The Factor Boys. The Factor Boys. I mean that's that's gonna be The Z, idea. of course. Of course. Factor Boys with the Z. The O in Boys is a Zero. And with the and it has like a little scope in it. Oh, like a dead fuck eye. yeah. Yeah, it's like Oh shit, it's a <laughs> it's cross crosshairs. <laughs> factor fac- boys. The factor boys with the Z and Crosshairs. Hell yeah, fifty first It's the Factor Boys.
1: I wonder what's the matter with him.
0: Look like a stupid asshole to me. <laughs> Excuse me, you okay. I didn't mean to startle you. Oh, no, that's alright. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm having a problem with something, but Is it something that I could help you with? No, no, no. I just can't read. You gotta be kidding me. Here, I can read the manual. Oh, no, 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 freedom. no. Thank you. I can do this on my own. <laughs> I'm gonna get an order of the year. nephew. Pan. Pan. Who? pan cool pan Pen- C- clocks.
1: Pancake's, Pancakes. Pancakes.
0: Pancakes. I'm so I oh I knew something good would come out of my mouth and forced <laughs> on the. I'm thinking moment. the C in it is also a K. Oh fuck, of course it is. You didn't even but have the to say K is that, is flipped back around, so it's like, like a reverse corn? K. Yeah. Or they're both like <clears throat> that. KK. Fact or boys. <laughs>
1: There's so many and the F like is, is a guy like... fucking <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get Marina to draw this logo or something. Yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> or bilson. um bilson can you draw us the Factor Boys label? F is okay. So fucking... the F is a is a is a man fucking. The the C is actually a K, like an inverted, like a pool looking thing. It's a, yeah, it's two capital K's back to back. Yeah, like a reflection in a pool, and one's like kind of ripply, like it's like in a water effect. Oh fuck. And then the O is a crosshair, and then the Z is is just a Z. I think, well, the, I think the O in factor is a zero with a slash through it. Yeah. and Like, then, like not here, you can't do that. And then crosshairs yeah. and boys, Other. Z, and obviously F, the fucking F is capital, and the mm-hmm. B is also a capital. Mm-hmm. About one word. Yeah. I think you can go for it, Bilson. I think it's I think so. You get to pick the color scheme, Bilson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Not pink, please. That's pussy shit. <laughs> but anyways. The factor boys on pussies. Pussy yeah. facts. No, I've got uh ten? Eleven? Good good crop for the Factor Boys. There was a lot. Um the first one. In an early scene, a dentist and a woman in the dentist chair are seen talking with each other. The woman playing the dentist is Jackie Sandler, Adam's wheel ri- real wife. His wheel and wife. His wheel wife and the woman in the chair is played by Linda Seagal, director Peter Seagal's, uh wife, oh, who is a dentist swingers. in real life. In real life. She's a dentist? Yeah, but she's playing the patient. Interesting perspective yeah that's kind of real life in the movies you don't expect that because you you watch a movie you think it's fake and they put their real life real life women in there and and their real life lives on the line yeah this ain't no fucking easy shit Brandon these guys work the newest mission Impossible came to Paramount watching mission impossible fallout again to get kind of rebriefed and then watch dead record to get debriefed Yeah. yeah You're going to lose your briefs. Uh, Next, the neurological condition from which Lucy suffers, called Goldfield syndrome, is entirely fictional. True uh, anterograde amnesia affects either short-term memory, which can last minutes or seconds, or intermediate memory, which can last days or weeks. Falling asleep has nothing to do with the condition, and sleep actually intensifies many Mm. chemical effects which help with memory. So you're saying it doesn't, like, reset... Your memory every every time you have a dream. Nope. Every time I you wonder, take a snooze. Yeah. What what would happen if she woke up from a nap? Does she, she would never die. nap anymore? She'd freak out because I'm Could gonna you to imagine celebrate her birthday life without again. naps. I cannot personally. <laughs> you you <laughs> take so, so many tempting, naps. T- It's so tempting to nap during my prep period every day at school, but I'm not allowed to, or don't. Maybe I'm allowed to, but I also need to work desperately. Um, next, of the three movies uh, that Sandler and Barrymore have made together, this is the only one that was number one at the box office and made over $100 million. Blended was a Netflix joint, wasn't it? Nope. What? It was in theaters.
1: Yeah, but wasn't it a Netflix movie?
0: Nope. Like, did they make, did they produce it? Nope. Okay, I'm going to fact check you. And the Factor Boys check you. And neither was it the was wedding in... singer. Um, I think I don't see Netflix, but I think we're both right. <laughs> not, it was not produced by Netflix. <clears throat> I think I'll I think I'll take the win on this one. Uh next. The diner where Lucy has her breakfast every morning was originally a house that was remodeled for the movie. It is located on a macadamia nut farm on the eastern side of Oahu, and this same house was used in Tears of the Sun from 2003. And scenes from yet. Jurassic Park were filmed in the open fields Ooh, nearby. That's a little... Spielberg again. Wow. <laughs> got his fingerprints all connection. over this guy. He probably used a the farm. They called up, called up his goddaughter and said, How are you doing? Happy birthday. I got a great macadamia farm for you to use. What a guy. What a, what a, what a gem. Imagine owning a macadamia nut farm. That'd be sick. Dive into a coffee plantation in Hawaii was sick. Not like the plantations we have here with the slaves and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. No, this one was sick. It was was sick. It was bitching. Next. Originally titled 51st Kisses, like I said, it was changed to avoid confusion with Drew Barrymore's movie Never Been Kissed from 1999. So had she not have made that, they probably would have stuck with the title. They're two different names. She's just (laughs) kissed 50 times in this one. Versus the zero and never been kissed. Or one, I guess, I haven't seen. She does get kissed eventually. Ah, spoilers, Brandon. We might do that one. One day. She kisses a a high schooler and she's an adult. Oh. I think... Saucy. Um, next. When Ula tees off, this is Rob Schneider, Henry calls it the stupidest flip and swing he's ever seen. The swing was inspired from Happy Gilmore by Adam Sandler from 96. Yeah, you can catch on to that. Yeah, that's a pretty easy... Better than the Barclays swing, still. Everything Charles Barkley says is so fucking funny. Whenever I hear him talk about the women in San Antonio, it's the funniest (laughs) fucking thing. He's a big old woman. (laughs) Um next, among the Pretty first Among the first films in history to be released on the Blu-ray format back on June 20th, wow. 2006. Ahead of the curve. O- other ones that came out at the time that were released to Blu-ray were The Terminator from 84, Yeah. Underworld Evolution from 2006, Hitch from 2005, House of the Flying Dad Daggers movie. from 2004. No, I like Hitch. Hitch fucks and fucking sucks. No, I like Hitch. Uh, XXX from 2002. And the Triple X, the Vin Diesel one. And another film that we've done on here, The Fifth Element from 1997. Oh, no, Yeah, The Element, that was fifth. I just drank a kind fifth of the a element. Name. Dare me to drive? Yeah, good line, Brandon. <sighs> not my line, your line. Uh, next. Anti-penultimate, there are several references to the Hormel meat product spam in this movie. According to Hormel, Hawaii leads the nation in per capita consumption of spam. Over 6.7 million cans are sold annually Hawaii, which equals 5.5 cans per person, or per year, per Hawaiian. I think that's about right. I think it was like a military ration thing that caught on in popularity at the island. My dad liked spam, too. I don't like spam, spam fried butter. rice, spam skinner. sandwiches, spam eggs. Isn't that what the yeah. S stands for? No. What is, it? what is spam? No clue. Has to Cup. be salt. Go continue to the penalty. Sliced processed alien meat, duh. Specially processed American meat. Okay, so we were both huh. right. Um I heard that, like, it's almost like like perfume where it's like locked up in places and if you want the spam like at a Supermarket. Somebody <laughs> like a worker with a key has to come in and unlock. The that's thing. yeah. That's a that's the dangers of capitalism. That we got to this point. We're in the end end stage, man. The end game. The Avengers end game. Man. We need to fight back and start spearing politicians in the heart with a gun. <laughs> with a gun and bullets. Um, penultimate, and I this. You think Good about fact. you think I'm watching Fifty First States, whatever, but you see where it's derivative from, and it's very, uh... Kurosawian? Ironic of what's to come, because inspiration from this film was taken from Harold Ramis's romantic comedy from 1993, Groundhog Day. Oh, did you mean to do this? You're setting up... It's sort of like an inspiration, Brandon? Wow. And then we're gonna get the inspiration for Groundhog Day, which of course is... is is like Marcy X or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> All of our previous films somehow because of Groundhog Day or Groundhog Day was made because Skyscraper was made. Of course, there's a continuity thing. Every movie that we've done since Cats predates back to Cats. It's the the totem piece as as one could say, the talisman of our show the tesselman yeah the tesselman and our ultimate today is nominations no i mean it's adam sandler it's gotta be kids choice mtv people's oh. choice something like that let's hear some of them let's see uh bmi film and tv awards for our winner for film music award for teddy castellucci uh <clears throat> kids choice awards blimp award for favorite movie actor winner yeah. in adam sandler he, he nominee, fucking got slimed a, a thousand times <laughs> so I bet. many times uh nominee drew barrymore for favorite movie actress mtv movie awards best winner for best on screen team was sandler and barrymore nominee for best film nominee for best male performance nominee for best female performance uh, actually nominated at the Motion Picture Sound Editors Awards for best sound editing in a feature. Wow, that's pretty surprising. People's Choice Awards, favorite on-screen chemistry for the leaders—that was a winner. Uh, Stinker's Bad Movie Award nominee for worst fake accent female. I with Drew Barrymore.
1: Was she doing an accent?
0: That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like it's I like figured it dialects? just would have been Rob Schneider. Is it the person that played Alexa? I don't know her. The the manly looking female that they make all the sex jokes about that's doing like a German accent or something? Maybe. I'm trying to see who's been slimed the most. (laughs) Sandler's gotta be up there. They only slimed one celebrity a year up until... 1999, and then they only slimed a couple of a year up until 2007. Looks like Steve Carell got slimed a bunch. It's like Will Smith got it a handful of times. So maybe he hasn't been the most slimed, but I'm sure Adam Sandler's at the the top for most wins at the teen choice awards and nickelodeon and kids choice awards yeah i tried to find that and the the answer is spongebob by a mile but i couldn't find live (laughs) live actual winners but that's interesting yeah spongebob is just (laughs) fucking up those awards he's got like hundreds Um, of them and last uh teen choice awards winner for choice movie date movie winner for choice movie actor in a comedy nominee for choice movie comedy nominee for choice movie actress in a comedy Nominee for Choice Movie Lip Lock and nominee for Choice Movie Chemistry. So yeah, it was basically what we kinda said. The just consequence. Yeah. The kids, the teens love them Okay.
1: Kids Movie also
0: time. love Nicole Kidman. Yeah, and if she was to lose her memory every day. It's from head trauma, right? Yeah, no, she's she's in a coma. She she we got in. Hit Seth hits her every day. <laughs> She so she got in like a like a really bad highway accident where it was like a front like a head-on collision but she actually made it out just fine until Seth came up and punched her and, in the back and of the punched head punched her in the head yeah with his knuckles and every day she's getting like better and better and it's like oh my god she's better and then Seth's right there just and hits her right when she's recovers com- comatose and the instant she wakes no Back into a coma. And no one can stop him. The do- he, he fools the doctors every time. <laughs> he always comes in. Oh, a sandwich delivery. <laughs> yeah. Goes up to a comatose woman. Did you order Knuckles' sandwich? <laughs> Again, he hops out the window. <laughs> oh, who, who let Seth in the... God damn it, yeah. He didn't even put a disguise on. <laughs> he didn't have a sandwich either. He just walked in and said, I got a sandwich for her. And we said okay. The lady at the front desk is like, I don't know, that's my first day. And they're like, Well, you're Room fired. 239. Yeah. Every day he's coming in and writing a different signature, different outfit, just sure. to fucking knock Nicole Kidler different back shirt on <laughs> <laughs> No, that's it. Not not like a yeah, not like a, a new mustache. hairstyle. Just, no. just a different shirt. Nicolo. Oh, you must be a new guest. Okay, and it's not a new Nicole shirt every hitting. day. He just changes his shirt between days, like <laughs> yeah. like every three days. He, he wears his mountain white one. He wears his mountain goat shirt and then a blue one and then a white one. They just keep firing the receptionist every single day <laughs> it happens, so they can't recognize him. <laughs> First day on the job, every day. Yeah, and they bring him a photo. If you see this man, don't let him in. Well, but he's wearing blue. He's wearing the blue shirt. Yeah, he's the blue shirt this. Time. Yeah, <laughs> they keep hiring such a dumb receptionists that I don't think well, that people can change their they do clothes it in black and white copies. So he's oh. like, "That's not a." He's like, "This man is it in black and white." <laughs> Come right <laughs> ahead. Hiring the dumbest people say, like, "I didn't know that people could be in." Color, color. You told I, me to look out for this guy. This guy is color in his skin and <laughs> pigment and eyes. I didn't realize people could go home and change. And don't it's even get me st- don't even get me started on the 2016 hospital massacre where Seth somehow made it back into the hospital nine times in one day by changing yeah. his outfit over and over. Poor Nicole. Poor Nicole. She couldn't even star in her favorite movies. Birth. My favorite, the same year that this came out. Ooh, nice topical. Steven Spielberg movies. Movie, 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 movie. Seth, stop hitting her. No, not you. Keeps knocking her. Fuck out. Empathy is the sign of a weak man, Lucas. No. What? strong man i would say like a calcium deficiency <laughs> it's not <even> weak. <laughs> you're not wrong you're not yeah, wrong at all <laughs> calcium do you get enough calcium i think How so do you get your calcium i don't know actually maybe i don't because i don't drink a lot of milk or else you get it from like yogurts and shits oh yeah i mean calcium's in a lot of shit but everybody knows milk most first and foremost that's what i'm saying I'm Cheeses, dairy products. I drink, I drink products. a good amount of milk in my my civilian life. Yeah. It was never a drink the milk after eating the cereal person. Oh, I, that's that's what I live for. You know this. I do know this. Movies. Life, life cereal, and then you drink the, the, the that milk. milk. Movies. Milk. We got one that we started and finished. Uh, before we get into that, I was. <laughs> I was looking at... I was going back because you messaged me on Snapchat if I was ready. I saw that we had some things saved in our chat, so I wanted to see what it was. Yeah. That's I don't Seth know saved? what... Huh? That Seth saved? No, it's just me and you. Our, our chat together. Oh. Um, I don't know what we were talking about, but I saved these. I said, incidentally, flamboyantly, and extravagantly sur- surplu- superfluous... What, was, what were we talking about there? And then you well, said... I think those were prospective names for your kid. <laughs> and then you said the frenetic, frantic phlebotomist was in a frenzy. Frenetic and phonetically, he financed the fresh French Francis, frankly, Frank Frank. I think those were, yeah, old names for your kid, potentially. Then I sent you a a stat line from a 2020 sophomore Hellgate football game versus Glacier, where... A player, the number two receiver, had 12 receptions for three touchdowns and 384 yards, 348. And the top receiver had 10 receptions and 120 yards. But Glacier still won 54 to 38 because their 5'11", 230-pound running back had 34 carries for 273 yards and seven touchdowns. Who was that? I have no clue. (laughs) He must not have made a name for himself. That's... Does mission does mission have someone like that? Um last year we kinda did. Yeah. He's at Western now. He's a beast. Is that Kellen? No, he's at, Kel's at North Dakota. Oh, that's right. He got he went big too. Yeah. Here's another just message like, you, you can't force like, the chemo patients to play Coldstone, Brandon. Just like Henry (laughs) Roth. Just like Henry Roth. A four and a half out of five star rating from you on Letterboxd for the movie Blowout from 1981 with John
1: Travolta. Great film. film.
0: Not the one we're talking about today, though. Nope, not the one we're talking about today. Movies. This week we watched Everybody Loves Mel. I wish. What a good movie. That would fit into the Love Lads. (sighs) Because everybody loves Lads Mel. Yeah. No. They love him. No, we watched Fifty First States. <clears throat> and I start I'm, off with it's crazy that, that the last, like in the last ten minutes, I got sick. It's weird. That is crazy. I changed clothes. We all change clothes in ten minutes. You don't get sick in ten minutes unless you have sepsis. Sometimes you do. But you do. Yeah, I am I have sepsis right now. It's real bad. But that's how committed He's I am sep- to you. He's sepsis. So we have, we, have a bunch of, we have a bunch of smattering of girls. <laughs> I and a smattering thought, of girls. What are you doing, sepsis? Sep, that's pretty good. But now we have uh, to start the movie. Yes. Uh. Good pineapple that is transition good, though. That's very from good. a beach onto a counter and then a smattering of different girls talking about I how great their trip to Hawaii was and how they met a guy who made it so perfect and romantic, and they all had stellar fucking sex. All but one thing. It ends weird, and he doesn't commit to him. His name? Woody Allen. <laughs> Roth. Henry Roth. Henry Roth. And you think he'd be a suave, debonair sort of guy. Except one girl didn't get his real name. There's an older, heavier-set woman who really thought his name was Harry Paratesticles. Yeah, the, the 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 movie often shows its age in <laughs> in moments like this, or or when a a zoo creature vomits or stuff like that. You're just like, oh yeah, we're in, we're in 2004. Also, forget, one one Kevin James is in the mix of all the girls. Of course, yes. <laughs> like the just like. The good luck Chuck brought it, right he had a yeah. he had a gay message too, very yep, good luck Jack exactly. O um in a good transition to him coming um conning another woman, not coming another woman good is transition to him conning another woman that race she says, what lying, having sex under false pretenses is this some sort of sexual
1: misconduct, yeah, that's not moral.
0: It's like catfishing somebody. I guess, but he's not, like, having sex with them. He's, like... Yeah, I mean, he is, but he's using... He's lying to them to get away from them. Yes. Not, the other, not to sleep with them, although... He does sleep with them. He charms them and all of that. They consent to it, so I don't think it's illegal. He's just lying to get away dozen, from them. Six dozen, one half of the other, yeah. He does, like, the Barney Stinson, How I Met Your Mother thing. Yeah, who's also play. not the best character. I yeah. like... <laughs> We've gone over this. I, I like Barney. He's a rapist. We've gone over this, yep. Lily's still the worst. Of course. Marshall's obviously the best. Marshall, who's semi-good. The rest of them are the worst. Marshall's not just semi-good. He's a great human being. And a yeah, great character. Pretty, pretty decent character. Let's he see. Ev- everybody in Seinfeld is a bad person. Yeah, but they're all great characters. That's the thing yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's I get like, ya. it's like, it's like Henry Roth. What's he up to? He's pretending he's a, a super spy. He's a jet ski out of there. <laughs> he cons this woman says, uh, you know, I, I can't, you know, this I'm a special agent. I can't even use my real name. I shouldn't be saying yours. Hops on this random jet ski from a passerby says, just keep going. I'll pay you 20 bucks. And so he's out of there and he's working at a Hawaiian sea life park your luck, Chuck Yeah, he's a marine veterinarian, and he's sewing up his friend Rob Schneider playing Ula from a shark. Is fight. this racist? This is a racist depiction. Rob, Rob Schneider's depiction of a Native Hawaiian is completely yeah. racist. Yeah. It is, yeah, but they <laughs> you get away with it because it's not blackface; it's Hawaiian face, right? Yep. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. doing like a who is that? The guy with the ukulele. Somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, There's I the big gigantic Hawaiian guy. Yeah, no, I wrote him. Da- I wrote his name down. Israel Kamakiwi. Yeah. Kamakawiwoole. Yeah. He's supposed to be like Ula kind of. Sure. Ula coded. Yeah. I think like Hawaiian face and like um probably even Native American and Alaska Native and maybe even like indian
1: pacific islander yeah and pacific islander
0: you could probably unfortunately you can probably get away with a lot of racial stuff still that as long as you used to be able to get away with for the african-american black race but now you can't so hopefully we move in that right direction i think we mostly have i think this is out of out of case during this this depiction would be yeah, I think I think for sure I've seen Native American and like the Indian culture and I still think there's a quite a bit of Latino Mexican that's parodied out there. Yeah. That's as that early as Channing Tatum, notably. Yeah. His name is Jeff. But yeah, Ula was, was bit by a shark. He always is. He's always getting bit by a shark. And his kids are always banging around with him too. Cute little kids. Kids are awesome. Yeah, I like the kids. Ula tells him he's eventually going to end up with a girl that will want to stay and keep him from going on his big boat trip. Racist. But, but. <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, um, he, he's kind of saying that I've got a fear of commitment. Ula, yeah, and like, I don't want any chick. Quit messing around with these girls or else you can't go on your big boat trip. Big boat trip. Um, and Henry... Has an emergency. He has to go real quick because Jocko the walrus isn't doing well. Alexa comes running. He helps Alexa out to get him feeling better. And Jocko projectile vomits all over Alexa. Pretty gross. Apparently, he did a ploy with the walrus. They planned this because she ate his roast beef sandwich from the fridge. He coordinated this with the walrus. It was just supposed to be a burp, but he ended up projectile vomiting. And it was even better. Yeah, but it, she didn't. It wasn't really phased by all that No, because she was like, this is why I got into the business. Yeah, she liked it. She, she loves being on puked on. Is it, yeah. it a fetish? Um, it a one, I mean, that is, yeah. Did you ever watch that show, A Thousand I've Ways to Die? not oh. um, a <laughs> Like a long time ago, maybe when I was 11. Yeah, there, there was, was one always. of... There was one of them that was a puke fetish on there where a lady had such a big puke fetish that she went up to a hot dog eating contest and afterwards went backstage after the contest was over and begged for the winner to puke all over her. So they were making out and whatnot. And then I think she started blowing him and then she stuck her fingers in his mouth to make him puke all over her. And he did, but he ate so many unlike chewed up and digested hot dogs. That it went down her throat and she choked on the hot dog and died. That's too. Wow, this is <laughs> not not even good cinema, Brandon. It's not, not cinema. cinema. It's television. It is cinema. It's, it's all, it, it is cinema in a way. That's good characters. That's a better character than it's Lily. Better character than Henry Ross. Maybe. No, probably not. <laughs> That's <laughs> a bad character. Biologist Henry Ross. Yeah. Well, he's sailing. His old, yeah, beat-up yeah, yeah, like sailboat. Old wooden sailboat. Yeah, it's Before got you know. a lot of a lot patch-up work to do, but yeah, super cool. Doing a captain's log around Oahu to pre- prepare for his big journey. Until the beam breaks, the mast comes flying oh, in, takes crazy. out the, the wheel, so he has to take a dinghy to shore and wait for the Coast Guard. And he comes I to land. A motorboat, yeah. And enters a small diner. um, The Kul- Kaluwe Cafe. And gets offered some Spam and eggs with uh, some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. A lot of it. Spam. A lot of Spam. spam. It's a cra- crazy thing to be offered. Spam? And eggs and peanut butter cups inside. <laughs> the, I think the peanut butter cups is the big one that throws it that's, off. That's but. all crazy, though. not know why. I guess not. Maybe that's like a stereotype. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Well, while in the diner, he spots Lucy. Ooh. The fun and energetic, cute Lucy. She's making a teepee with her waffles, puts a little cup of coffee inside of it so that it smokes. The little house. He's enamored. He didn't make a move because he stalled. And she is a local, and he likes out-of-state girls. Yeah, because that, that means he doesn't have to be committed. It's Hawaii. They're always going to leave. And he needs he a girl a- who won't remember him. Correct, and he's had commitment issues ever since his college girl slept with her own academic advisor. I mean, any normal person would that's have those commitments. That's commitment the root of the trauma. Yeah. So, the next day, I think, or sometime soon, he ends up oh, back the at the day, diner. Yeah. He's, he, wants, Sit, he wants to taste that girl again. Uh, at the diner. At the school, <laughs> cafe. I've been Same. to Hawaii, all the, everything is named like that. It's crazy. It's like Hiwi ha 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 Highway and like Miyakamahuahue Nihi Street. It's insane. I don't know how they get around before GPS. ha ha It's that's just Hawaiian. And you just call it kilowatt for short? They don't do that. That's against culture. Does she d- do you call people via video call on your banana berry phone? We do do that. Yeah, okay. that's what they do in Hawaii. Generally, you say, yeah. hey. you say, what's up? I want some mm-hmm. of that monkey head. Come suck my dick. No, don't say that. That's just you. That's space chimps. You say that in your no. daily life. No. <laughs> don't say that at work. Only when watching space chimps too. At Walmart. And when serving the customers, it won't be. <laughs> nope. Well, he he's sitting in the booth next to Lucy, and he sees her building a waffle cabin this time now. He helps her, fix the door on her cabin with a little toothpick in there, yeah, touches her cool. food. Yeah, kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She doesn't care, though. She likes it. Appreciate it for the help and ask him to sit with her for Breakfast. 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 He said breakfast money. Keep going. And she loves smelling fishy hands. Yeah, reminds her of her her dad and brother. Reminds her of pussy. Does. (laughs) And they really hit it off and sit around until lunch. And she ends up having to leave as she has to go with her dad to pick out a pineapple for his birthday. So she asks him if he wants to have breakfast there again tomorrow. He agrees. And they go their separate ways to, to their cars. There's a van in the middle of them. They're both yeah. doing a little They're happy like, Let's dance. Go. I got a date. Yeah. Van moves. They see each other. Oh, it's embarrassing. faux pas. Kind of cute though. It's getting yeah. warm in here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not exactly. Like but... <laughs> and Henry don't and Ula. Monkey dick or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Lovers. monkeys. The monkey saying, "Hey, come suck my monkey dick, kilowatt. Oh yeah. With your big Yo, ass head. I get it." Yeah, Not you. I'm not sucking on a monkey dick. Yeah. Mm. You had us all (laughs) confused there. I'm point of view of a monkey. Speaking to a big-headed alien. Your your Um, wishes. Not my wishes. Just what I've observed in films that somehow Seth thinks is good. Not the second one. Although he did like it. Yeah, he still gave it like a six or something, I think. Like a nine. (laughs) <laughs> well Henry and Ula are golfing with Ula's basically professional golfer kids and Henry goes for a big drive drives the golf ball too far over the cliff and has to go searching for his a ball. golfer I don't know I'm Sandler in real life I don't know yeah also you would not go look for that you just you say, would not go look for, look for that ball, that ball. yeah That's <laughs> how. So I've, I've never played on a course. I've only played on like three courses I've never played on a course where it's like you've got like giant gaps, you know. Where Oh, you've got... oh yeah. I've played it. I've played a course in Montana like that. Big like Island Greens. Yeah, where's that at? In Eureka, uh, Indian Springs is a pretty cool hole like that where you have to shoot it over a uh, 200 foot, 200 yard canyon. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's another one near Eureka called Crystal Lakes that has a literal island green that you have to take a boat out to. Yeah, that's like the one in Coeur d'Alene, too, the floating green out there. Exactly. Like how yeah. many balls do you lose doing that? A lot. Because t- if, if you, you get overshoot it, yeah. it, it's gone. If you undershoot it, it's gone. If it's too far left or right, it's gone. Right. you got to be so dialed that's in. That's a lot of balls. Walk in. You're honest. Well, uh, he goes searching for his ball over the cliff, on the and on the beach is Lucy. She's like, oh, I've got your balls over here. And he's like, what? What are you doing? What? She's like, oh, I was also looking for my balls. And She flirts with him, starts making out with him, on knocks him down, straddles him on the beach. Bars, what the hell? It was all a dream. It's a dream. Yeah. He got hit in the head <laughs> by a golf ball or something. He hit the ball off the cart, swung back around, and knocked him the fuck out because it hit him in the head. Fucking stupid. This stupid. But he can't believe he's falling for a local. So to get her off his mind, he goes out with this new, yeah. new hot, stupid, idiot tourist. Like a idea. As she flirtatiously asks what he's thinking about, he's got something else on his mind and tells her that he's not into this. Yeah, he's Lucy. He's on his
1: mind. Lucy. Lucy. Lucy.
0: Also... Uh, But she's she's still like, okay, we can still fuck. Yeah, he's like, no, but maybe that person does. So many, like... I don't know if this was, like... Because Alexa is a female, but obviously a very manly character. You know? Yeah, they're mean to her about that, yeah. Is it, like supposed to be like gender phobic transphobic kind of thing I think yes, so not transphobic tec- not technically because I think, I think I don't know I think it's a female character who's a lesbian and they're all just being like you're a, you're a guy basically yeah that could be a very
1: true. which is transphobic
0: but not not necessarily the worst I guess I guess it's
1: it's it's movie, it's bad. It's a movie.
0: It's I don't, 2004, Bush is president. I don't know what proper term to put we'll on it. But it's bad. So. Yeah. And so Henry's at the diner again for their next date when the owner, Sue, pulls him aside and wants to talk to him. But Lucy comes in and he sits down with her and he strikes up their conversations from yesterday about fishy hands and uh, <laughs> and waffle cabins. She Ooh. thinks that he's a lunatic fervert. She's afraid because she says that she's never met him before. And as she freaks out and walks oh. away, Sue finally grabs Henry by the arm, drags him outside to tell him about Lucy's accident, resulting in short-term memory loss. Yeah, and it's a dumb accident, too. I'll say. They were too, dis- too distracted they, looking at each other, and they had to swerve and miss a cow? I thought they hit the cow. And they like rolled the car or something. No, I think they sort of missed the cow and they ran ran into a tree, like head on. yeah, and that's it. And then, and then from then on out, it was like his dad's birthday and they were going to get a pineapple. Yeah. And then from then on out, she only remembers everything up to that day. Yeah. So and every time she Eddie, falls asleep, she gets memory wiped. Very medically plausible. But that's fine. So, it's a movie. We don't. Every about. day. Is her dad's birthday, and everything new is forever gone. Basically, slate is wiped clean, and so we I get think the premise in more serious hands, which could be pretty interesting, poetic version. Yeah, I though. think so. And I liked this little snippet where we get to see the life of Lucy doing the same thing every day. She paints a mural in like the mom garage. Mom. She comes home to a pineapple that happened to already be picked. They pretend to watch the Vikings game, eat pineapple upside down cake, and then watch the Sixth Sense together over and over and over. Has to be surprised by the, by the ending every single time. And after Lucy goes to it bed. It seems like the dad and the brother are doing a lot for. They do so much. They are great people. Or and are they? We try. They try and be. And after Lucy goes to bed, we see her dad and her brother prepare prepare for the next day, even down to, like, the small things, like, refilling yeah, her shampoo. Yeah, yeah, commissioned old newspapers, putting her laundry for that day in the wash, yeah. uh, getting another pineapple, repainting they the are garage. They have to paint over it white every day so she can make a new mural every day. Do you know how much money they're spending on paint? Yeah, I was going to say, paint supplies is out of control. <laughs> Maybe know, but maybe let her paint just like once a week. Goodness. Her fine motor skills must be so good. Yeah. Honestly. You can paint a full mural every single day. I know, right? Well, I yeah. also put that Sean Aston, who's playing Doug, the brother, plays a great little, little lisp-having steroid-using douchebag brother. Yeah. Character actors in the early 2000s had to have just a couple of things going on with them. The steroid plus lisp. Most possible, possible homosexuality equals character act. And I, I honestly like his character. It's, he plays it He's well. He's a flavor. He's a good yeah. flavor. So after all this, Henry's on the boat with Ula, telling him about Lucy's memory loss, and Ula's like, "This seems like the perfect girl for you that he, that you've been searching for. It's a oh, girl to run mom. away from." Yeah. <laughs> It's a girl that you can run away from because every single day she loses her memory. He can every have a, single goddamn day you keep going. He could, and yeah, he could have a great day with her over and over and over again. And then one day he wants to leave on his boat trip, and he can because she would never know that he's gone. So it's like, what does he do here? Does he trust he's his there. old ways? Does he do his new thing? Does he follow his heart? So he goes back to the diner. And he starts making bets with they call him Tattoo Face, I can't remember his official name, the 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 cook, that he can get Lucy to agree to have breakfast with him again. Um so they're on. He does the waffle door trick again, she shuts him down. This time she's like, Is it normal don't for you to come food. up? Yeah, don't touch my fucking food. Do you have are you holding your mic?
1: No. Oh. I'm speaking really loudly
0: don't don't touch my food and so he's like alright you know what? we'll do it again and now we get a montage of him coming up with new ways to talk to her each day one of those days he came up and talked to her she's just new Chinese that's what I'm saying she has all this fine motor skill, these these skills she's picked up over the years her brain is a fucking crazy oh my god her brain is crazy but it also sucks because it can't remember anything new hold on Holding. Okay, sorry, um,
1: apologies.
0: No, you're fine. Then, <laughs> there's, there's this one that I think is incredibly stupid, but I quote it all the time because it's stupid and it makes Marina laugh. It's him crying because he doesn't know how to read. was <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> funny. A Is this Gula, cool, right? No, this is Henry. He's pretending he I'm can't how to read. He's oh, pretending yeah. he can't read in the diner to get Lucy to come sympathy, and help him. that's right. Yeah, he's like, oh, I can't I need a read. teacher. <laughs> I need a teacher. Yeah. yeah. I need a hero. She's a teacher, isn't she? Yep. It's like a middle school teacher or something? She was an art teacher. Yeah. Me too. No. But she tells him all about how she is, oh, an art teacher. He tells her that if he were the st- oh, yeah. her student, she would be a teacher that he'd have a crush on. Kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> I would hate to hear that as a, as a teacher. As a fellow teacher. And as they leave the restaurant, Educator. they were like, all right, I'll see you again. She calls him out for not asking him out and his corny can't read bullshit. And so she yep. drives off angrily, but he follows her home. And Marlon and Also a bad move. Terrible yeah, move. Bad move. Marlon, her. her father, and Doug, her brother, confront him at the door. Apparently they already know about him. Bill's reputation as a womanizer. And probably from Sue from the cafe. And because he like followed her home. Yeah. And oh. so they're like, you stay away. Um, so he's like, fuck. I'm so sad. That <laughs> that's that's the proper response. Other guy's like I'll I'll kill you with this meat cleaver. And um Henry talks with Alex at work to try and find some sort of loophole to see Lucy again. Without going Get against up. his word. He knows said, Yeah. They, he said like yeah, 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 I have my word, I wanna meet you at the cafe. I won't to go to the yeah, cafe stay away from the hookie lao diner or whatever it is. So he finds a way of trying to meet her by pretending his car needs a jump start on a random road. He, he's gonna yeah pick her up on the way to the cafe or daily pot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, cool. they won't be mad about that, I'm sure. Of course not. And then you cue a montage of all the other ploys on the road to meet her, including road construction things, uh, trying to use a penguin to get her to stop, and the penguin almost died. That's pretty um true. and mugger. They ran over a penguin. <laughs> I know. He's fine though.
1: And during this stage, imagine if they mm, killed the
0: penguin. That'd have been the worst part of the movie. That the worst part of any movie. Um, and during this stage... Anyone, but yeah. <laughs> you see its flat carcass. You're like, what yeah. in the
1: world? What
0: well, during world? this staged mugging with Ula, she stops... She's strapped with a baseball bat, like an aluminum bat. It's There's, the buck out of him. Yeah, Ula's beat to hell. And oh, he oh, is oh. now doing... His next one is a kidnapping act to meet her. When instead of Lucy driving this time, it's her dad and brother that pull up and say to come to their place. Yep, yeah, he's fucked. You would think. So, yeah, they're gonna meet Cleaver's dick off.
1: Yeah, they told him to stay away. So they pick him up, take him to the house.
0: But they're nice. They're nice. They show him that she's painting her usual routine and singing. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older when the They paid a pretty penny for that probably Beach Boys, they found that she only sings this song on days that she met him before. And this song has importance to them because it was her mom and dad's wedding song. So by that logic, she's, memories are being triggered or something. Whenever Henry's around, I guess. Or them realizing that her best days are the days that were spent with him already because uh, there's some connection of love. Some weird. Yeah, there's something.
1: Wouldn't it be nice if so we they're gonna
0: owned? they're gonna let him they're gonna let him have a chance. Is essentially their pitch, right?
1: If you change your mind? On the first You day can date our mind. mentally
0: deficient daughter.
1: Honey, I'm still free. Did my mentally challenged daughter now? <laughs>
0: That's good. Abba, Abba, and the Beach Boys, two great bands. Amazing bands. I Brian Wilson is a say. musical genius. They say. They say. Except Charles Manson wrote one of their songs. Which song? Helter Skelter, right? No. That's
1: Beatles. You wrote. Um. Beach Boys song
0: written by George. It is. Never learn not to love. Hmm. I don't know if I know that one off the top. Could you imagine if it was Wouldn't It Be Nice? That would be crazy. I think God Only Knows is like There's a five top songs. ten song of all time.
1: I don't know that one. God Only Knows What I'd be oh, without you. Garbage
0: Dump. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Home is Where You're Happy. Look at Your Game Girl. Yeah, Happy. And Detroit Rock City. Nice. No, nothing. Well, Lucy You're then. has a bad day when at breakfast, a cop writes her a ticket. Uh-oh. Her, her plates are past due. Redition, she doesn't yeah. know that, and she realizes it's not the day she thought it was. So she comes speeding home, and we get a short little, um, like, silent time-lapse Great. thing. As we get to see her discover all the things yeah. that her family does for her each and every day, we see a photo album of her in the hospital Completely after the accident. Down. Yeah, breaking yeah. down. Wants to even talk to the doctor about it. They're like, you have many times done this, but Henry's He's like, still Henry's like, I'm here. I'm new to this. I would like to see him just to learn more about it as well. And they're, they're like, a bad day it looks like. They're like, all right, Henry, come you on. come along. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, awesome. over quickly. Yeah. Son! The first day <laughs> to go to hospital. And so they're all driving to the city to see the neurologist, Dr. Keats. And Lucy's dad admits that her and Henry are dating. Which is a shock to her. Which is a shock to Henry that he's hearing the dad admit that. I know. And Lucy asks if they're sleeping again. Yeah. He's like, nope but we want to. He makes it well right. aware that they haven't had sex. And they meet with yeah. Dr. Keats, played by Dan Aykroyd, and he tells her that she's stable. Her condition is most likely permanent, um, unfortunately, but he yeah, tells her that she's changed. lucky, and it could be much, much worse, because they get to meet 10 Second Tom.
1: Stupid, yeah.
0: yeah There's a guy... That, a guy that sh- shot himself in a hunting accident in the head. So... Literally yeah, every ten seconds he repeats himself. So he's just constantly reintroducing himself to his And uh you also see all the other like patients that remain impatient due to their memory loss and things in the institution. But they get home and she was very happy with Henry today, even though it was a bad day. She even gives him tips for the next day so he doesn't strike tits? out. She's like, No, not tits. Tips. She gives him cash. Oh, yeah. Tips him out. No, she says, I like lilies. Can you bring me lilies or bring up lilies or something? And so Marlon's like, you know what? This is a rough day for all of us. You want to have a couple beers with us? Sure. And they talk about other ways that they could potentially approach your situation each day. Because Henry. Although Henry's like, yeah. This, he's like, why don't you just tell her what's going on? Yeah. Instead of doing to it. dog and pony show. Things that could be in her best interest to be honest with her and live a normal life. And so the next day, at her home after the diner, he delivers her some lilies, some flowers, but also a videotape. Ooh, good idea. It's a recap it's, it's of the things dreams. she may have missed. It's hoop dreams. Watching hoop. No, it is. Yeah, it's like it's a it's just, like a reminder. White men can't jump. The grave. Um. Yeah. Uh. Including her accident. Messages from the friends at the cafe. Or the steward got arrested. Yeah. And a reenactment of their standard first meetup at the cafe each day with Ula playing her in a coconut bra. Yeah, very sexy. And And is is this movie ultimately a problematic portrayal of mental health or mental illness or mental brain loss, something like that? Probably. Or is it a positive one that brings awareness to you? Hmm. I think it or could normalizes be either. It. I mean, it's a fictional disease in and of itself. Yeah, that Goldstein syndrome. I know, like, because cause there's so many of them out there where it's somebody acting, to, pretending to be somebody with autism or Down syndrome or things like that. And it's obviously, milder. Yeah. you can take those way too far. This one, you don't have to Overacts. It doesn't have to be behaviorally. Yes. You can be yeah, yourself. Behavely. You just reset. So. Nope. And I think that that's where you get to reset and do the same thing every day. We'll talk about it when we do Groundhog Day next week. But I think adds a lot to maybe showing off your acting ability as how you adapt to doing the same things each, every day. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I put. After they watched that video, I put, wow, her delivery in this scene was so beautiful because she goes, how many times have I watched this? And I was like, <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it's a, I wouldn't think about it. Yeah, it's a great question. That's good she ready. delivered it great. Yeah. "No, just the first. Yeah. And so she takes the video well and they get to spend the day tr- together, truly building their relationship and they end up at a. A beach barbecue together, and everyone gets to see them as a couple. And apparently, over time, all. yep. Um, over time, the video idea is what they do now. It's just a part of their day. It's just yeah, a good hour of it, two hours, a good chunk of it. Has to readjust on the fly every single day of her life. Yeah, every day she so wakes crazy. up, she watches the video. She's like, "Fuck! Oh, I'm better, I guess. Okay. And, and time, yeah, she's fine. And so they're. On the beach at night, Lucy's videotaping him, asking questions to stay up to date for her to refer her back to. And in this specific instance, she asks if he loves her. Ooh. Ooh. He hesitates. Never a good sign. But he's got an earnest answer. The non commitment guy you expect that from. But. I think he's he just setting up, up yeah. Loves her more many, than anybody else ever. I'm so sure they like get that. to fucking make out. The beach. On a videotape. On the beach? Beach? Let's go get away. And then you get a montage of them kissing over and over, and every time they do, she says nothing like this a first, the first kiss. First kiss every time. Yeah, this is the classic movie trailer. You know it. Mm-hmm. You know it. You don't. You know it. You do. And uh, after a series of makeouts, he goes in for some tit action. That's a little little... I mean... For her, it's like the first time still. A little crazy. I guess he, he convinces her, though. He's like, like half of it counts, I guess. As like a, I don't know, like a 34-year-old man, after 23 times of making out on different dates, he feels like he's, yeah. he's due for some boo back A little forward. But they go for it. Yeah, she she's hesitant, but she thinks it's, because she thinks it's their first time of kissing, he introduces her to Jocko the Walrus, and she asks, the walrus, right. if they should have sex. Yeah. The walrus uh um what's the word? Expertly trained by Henry Roth, nods along. Yeah, he's Henry's down for visual on. cues, emphatically shaking his head. Yes. She catches his hand movements, and so they get it on. And then they're on a, then I thought they're on the beach, they're on a little boat. I can't remember. Henry wrote think, a song for yeah. Lucy. Well, didn't, like, Ula see them or some shit, too? Oh, yeah. Ula was diving in the the pool because apparently Henry just lives in the vet center. That's weird. Yeah, and the dolphins are watching. Ula Um, was there. Yeah, Henry wrote a song for Lucy. forget Lucy. You've got a a a a nice-ful Lucy. Your lips are so damn juicy. Lucy He loves to sing in movies. I mean, it. it I think it's a, it's usually it's like a it's a point of earnesty. I think earnest. Mm-hmm. It 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 endears him to the audience. I think he's not a great singer, but he, usually you like it anyways. And you like him. For it. Except, except when you go. Someone singing Santa Claus. It's time for Hanukkah. That's a that's a great song. <laughs> And then, is not Eight Days Night? Is that a Jewish movie? Eight Crazy Nights? Yeah, that is a Jewish movie. Crazy. Because it's about the Eight Nights of Hanukkah and whatnot. Are they singing that one, I'm sure? Oh, I'm sure. I haven't seen that movie in ages, but yeah, I'm sure. I watched it when I was like young. I used to watch it all the time. No. I used to watch some Veggie Tales, I guess. Yeah, I was never a Veggie Tales person. Crazy Christian. I know they are. But nice. Throw that shit on anyways. Henry and Lucy are in bed together trying not to fall asleep. He's like, if we fall asleep, I'll go downstairs so you don't wake up to me here. And right before she falls asleep, he asks her to marry him. She says yes and they end up falling asleep together in the bed. Is that binding? We'll see. They wake up in the next morning. She once again she forgets who he out. is. So she screams, Knocks him out with a lacrosse stick, all that. That's it. And uh, Henry's telling Marlon and Doug and Dr. Keats about a sailing dream. But how... He wants to, go to Alaska to study more Jockos. Yeah, but he started to give that dream up in order to be there for Lucy. That's more important to him. But she was upstairs in her room, eavesdropping on the whole conversation from atop the stairs, so... Feels guilty. Hold of course. Come by comes by Henry's work to show him her journal. Ever since she started watching the video, she also started journaling because the video, as great as it is, feels like someone else's perspective yeah. on her life. So she journals to make it more introspective on her own life. And her own, her own reason. She comes with a harsh realization that he's giving up his dreams to be with her. So she comes to break up with him. Sad. It's like it's like the La La Land breakup. You gotta. Yeah. I can't be with you. You gotta go do your dream. Don't even fucking La talk La La to me about La La Land, Land. That's a five out of 5. 10 out of ten movie. It's it's damn, it, damn is such a fucking good movie. Right? What would it you give be, La La Land on lasagna? It may I probably like in the nine six ish area. I don't nine, think I seven, can five. give it lower than nine five. I yeah, I don't think so. It's a perfectly made movie. To Just believe like it. this. That that movie... Oh no, Whiplash didn't come out that year. Whiplash was the year of no, Birdman and record. Boyhood. Oh yeah, shit. Damien Chazelle's so fucking good. He's so young and so seen good. I haven't I haven't either. I heard...
1: Okay things. Well,
0: I wanna see... Yeah. So Henry... Henry has Fuck. to go back to... Uh, Walla La land wasn't even my number one movie of that year. The Moonlight Arrival. Rival. Yeah. Good year. Great. God damn, those 16. three. I loved Lion. Good do. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Fences was great. Captain Fantastic, Zootopia, Ten Cloverfield Lane was that year. Hell or High Water. Everybody wants some. Oh, Swiss like Army Man. I like that one. Uh, great right out tours at your don't think twice. Shit, that's a good year. God damn, you love that. Well, he's uh, all yeah, sad. Of course, he's, and he's fixed like, his boat. And he tells her it's fine. You don't have to break up with me. But she's already journaled about the breakup, so she wants him to help her erase him completely, so that she doesn't oh, have yeah, to feel the guilt sad. or remorse anymore. And that's Hard to ask someone else to do the person that you love. That's very sad. Literally erase your memory. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, Eternal Sunshine. Anybody? A little bit coded. Um, Same year. Same year. Same ideas. And so after redoing her journal and burning her written memories of him, they share one last first kiss in the rain and he leaves her life. And there's a montage of Lucy living her life and it hurts because. She's he like back bumps to, into her and shit. Yeah, she's back to doing the same shit that she was where they're not telling her about it. She's painting every day. She's just doing that. But Henry is trying to adapt to life and going to her home, to but Alaska. being turned away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seeing her at the Sea Life Park. And so he's officially finished the repairs on his boats. He's ready to set sail on his big expedition. He says goodbye to Alexa and Ula and his kids. And Marlon oh, yeah. and Doug come by to say goodbye as well. And Marlon breaks the news that three weeks ago, Lucy decided to move out and live in the Institute because she didn't want to be a burden to him and Doug anymore either. Super guilty feeling. Yeah. And so um, he it, Henry, sailing and crying, listening. Classic. To the Beach Boys' best hit CD that Marlon gave him as a parting gift. Yeah, but he thinks it's a message. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice is on there. Their song. She remembers. Or some sort of song. He, yeah. This is a message because she remembers him because she only sings it when they met that day. So he turns the boat back around to the island thinking she remembers him. He runs through the halls of the Institute yelling her name until he finds her. And he's like, do you have any idea who I am? She's like, nah. No. Nope, do not, but I have something to show you. Her paintings. In her studio, like, wall-to-wall, different drawings and paintings of him. These were pretty awesome. good, too. Yeah, he doesn't look incredibly goofy. There was the one that was just a man's body with hey, an head. Goofy. I like that. Oh, that's how he looks in all of our heads. I know, but, like, from her memory, her fucked-up memory, her this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he you know she has no clue who he is, but she dreams about him every night and draws him, and he tells her about how they tried to erase him, but she realizes that even if they did, it's impossible at this point. They kiss it's love, and yeah. they are in love. That's it. He doesn't want to go on the trip anymore. yeah, no matter and so what. she wakes up on the sailboat what the A next sailboat day? I no, not the next day. Maybe. Sometime no, the, it implies no, it's that, not. yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, she wakes up the next day in bed. She puts on the oh, video. She's on a boat. Yep. They're married. They're married. They've got kids. She's the on the fuck? sailboat. They're in Alaska. So she goes outside Joe. to join him. Actually, in the video, it doesn't say that they have a daughter. It shows that they're married. She comes up, and he's like, Yeah, and then there's this kid meet? there. She's like, how about you meet your daughter? She's four years old. Imagine and that's and that's the film. Woo! Imagine waking up every day pregnant. I was gonna say imagine waking up, yeah, the day you're due, and not knowing <laughs> what's going on and just being what the fuck. I mean, but it's they make a beautiful ending out of it. Yeah, no, I. With the instant you said imagine, I was like, I know exactly you where he's going. Yeah. On. Like imagine like one day she has to have like a major surgery. She wakes up the next morning, her like insides are just cut. She's, uh, yeah, what the hell's going on? Not even on drugs. Do you think? Do you think if she was went down under local anesthesia, would her memory be wiped like she would if she goes to sleep? I bet she would. Probably. You're probably right. Unconscious triggered. Her yeah. in the head really hard. <laughs> Seth, do not go near her. Yeah, of course not. That's the movie. Yeah, meets her daughter. Marlon's joined him on the boat too. And over the rainbow by Israel. Kamakawiwoʻole plays, and that's the end. With a dedication to Stanley Sandler, mid credits. Is there any after credit scene? No. We did it. <laughs> Usually, a mid credit or an after credit scene is a sometimes a bad sign. Of course, it is marveled. Unless, unless it's blooper reels. I love a good... I do like, I do like those. Those are good. I do yeah. love a comedy film or an animated film that makes a blooper reel. Great. That's good. Love them. That's but that is the end of our 51st States movie. <laughs> that is the stupidest looking swing I've ever seen. I'm going to take a Molokai on that one. No throwing! Come on! Quit your laughing, you hyenas. Father of the Year strikes again. By the way, cuz... I met this sexy, blonde tax attorney at Starbucks today. You want her number? You
1: pimping tourists for me again, Ula?
0: Yes. I live vicariously through you, remember? My life
1: sucks. Now, come on, give her the white kiki sneaky between the cheeky. This way, I can imagine I did it, and then I can get through another weekend.
0: I'm staying in. Sorry. Thank you, though. Hey, Dad! Not now, kino kakoa But your stitches are bleeding. Oh! Yeah. Must have been my huge backswing. Hanale, you think you can stitch me up again tonight after I get back from surfing? Do it. I wouldn't surf with a bleeding wound like
1: that. You might attract a shark or something.
0: What's wrong with that, cuz? Sharks are naturally peaceful.
1: Is that right? How'd you get that nasty cut anyway?
0: A shark bit me. (laughs) What Good setup. Good setup. Where the fuck did we pause there? We have to keep the audience on their (laughs) toes. Well we really did? Goodness Whatever quotes that they have. Guess what, Brandon? I don't have any quotes. I know you don't have any quotes. I said I would. You gotta huh? give me credit for that. I said I would. You you say shit all the I time. I think I said I was gonna. Yeah, next week I'll do the quotes. Next week you will take down at, at least, least two least quotes. Two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. I'll it's do two quotes. Day. It deserves two quotes. You're right. I'll do it. I promise. Do you think you'll take down anything for The Tempest? I think I'll take down everything. For the Tempest. <laughs> You're just typing the screenplay it. as it goes. Yeah. Oh, I have a quote for you. Act 1, Scene 1. Andrew <laughs> <laughs> Qu- Prospero. Quotes are four hours. Hey. Cat's going to be so you. All right. Uh, you I, you that's fine because I have a shit ton. I want to... Yeah, it's a Sandler movie. Probably, I'm going to guess 14 quotes you got. I've got 14 quotes. I am on fire. I'm on, I'm on fire. <laughs> How many do you think I have one. from IMDb? bet you have four from IMDb. Mm, it's seven and seven. Wow. Wow. Uh, Let's do my IMDb ones. This is that update video. It was Red Sox win World Series. Just kidding. Schwarzenegger becomes governor of California. Not kidding. And I was like, yeah, that that that's what you would imagine doing that. We've we've seen Tinkle all the way. Yeah. I love it. Um Dr. Keats. This is obviously uh Henry Roth's joke, but Dr. Keats comes in, he's like all I know about walruses is that of all the mammals they have the second largest penis. I have the first. Yeah. He's like That's it. That's He's like, that's my joke. But no, it's delivered better by Aykroyd. That's also good luck, Chuck. That's something. He would say, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Keats. Stu, yeah. Dr. Keats talking to Marlon. (laughs) Sometimes I wish my wife had Goldfield syndrome. That way she wouldn't remember last night when I called her mother a loud, obnoxious drunk. With a face like J. Edgar Hoover's ass. Yeah. Damn. uh, I just... Lo- oh, no, not this one. I think it's one of the other ones. But Henry says, see what happens when you play with sharks? And Ula goes, sharks are like dogs. They only bite you when they touch their private parts. Hey, that's a good name for my documentary. Sharks. They only bite you when they touch their private parts. That's good one. So he was touching their private parts. Now. Apparently. Ula. Jerking um, his- this is Henry and Ula again. When they're doing the mugging, he's like, Okay, this is her. Start beating me up and make it look good. And Ula's kicking him on the ground. He's like, give me your wallet, okay, Haole? What do you think? You come to this island and eat all our pineapple? Try to bang our women? Make my sister clean our hotel room? And he's like, what are you saying right now? It's supposed to be moving him, yeah. Um, this is the one that I love. Another shark one. The caddy at the golf game goes, I wouldn't surf with a bleeding wound like that, Ula. You might attract a shark or something. And Ula goes, What's wrong with that, cuz? Sharks are naturally peaceful. And he's like, is that right? How'd you get that nasty cut anyway? And his time, he's just, a shark bit yeah, me. A shark bit him. He's touching his private parts. Um, in my last IMDb one, Henry and Ula, once again, Ula. Almost are, exclusively Ula quotes, yeah. Yeah, Henry goes, Ula, get back to cleaning the pool. And if that's one of your special brownies, don't let any of the dolphins eat that. And he goes, how do you think I get the dolphins to do double flips and play with the white kids? He's druggy them. Yeah, getting him high. Oh, that's not moral. Ula um, terrible character. And then the ones that I took. This is the next day when he goes to visit her after the fishy hands. He leads with that again. He goes, "Hey, it's my hands taco. are extra, extra fishy for you to smell today." And she's like, "What was that?" He's like, "Sorry, I was petting my walrus all morning." Uh, uh. You. I do remember a quote that made me cringe. Do you have anything in there about the taco that Alexa prefers tacos instead nope. of a or something? Yeah, I don't. Good. good. Um, This is the pretending he can't read. It's I can't. I can do it on my own. I'm going to get an order of the <laughs> Pine Eh
1: Q Pan Cue.
0: Pan trying so hard. Pan Clocks. Pan Clocks. Pan Clocks. He loves the Pan Clocks. Pan Q. A A pew. It's so
1: fucking
0: Sam stupid. Can do it. um, <laughs> when she's painting and whatnot, and he shows her that she's singing, and she's oblivious to that Henry's out there, and he goes... Wouldn't you want to spend an hour a day with that? And <laughs> you go, actually, no. She sings like shit. Because.
1: The <laughs> yeah. But that's what
0: you have to learn to love in your significant other, Um. If they're bad singers. When, when they admit that they're. When he, dad admits that they're about to be dating, he calls. Henry calls her loose. And she's like, don't call me loose. And he goes, sweetie, you're, you're kind of dating him. And he just looks at her and he's like, Sorry, I'm not better looking. Call a daughter a slut. Very no. That what he you mean by loose? No, Lucy, like loose. Oh. L u c e. Don't call me. Is an l o o s e. No, I get, I get that though. Um. Ooh. <laughs> oh, a me quote. What? A self quote. Yeah. Ooh. um, You're going to love this one, too. She goes, so you guys just lie to me every day? And I go, ooh, lie to me. Lie to me. Lie to me. I knew it. <laughs> lie to me. Yeah, Good show that we didn't finish. Not a great show, either. It turned out. Good first it's, three episodes. Yeah, but a minimal act Boston accent. Which we were promised. <laughs> um, uh, After he gets hit across the head with a lacrosse stick and Dr. Keats is there, your memory's going to be okay. But has your head always been shaped like an egg? They just keep roasting at him. Get his ass. He doesn't have an eggy head. Oh, he really does. And but he looks pretty mm-hmm. at his sandriest, I guess, in this. He looks decent. And then my last one is when he Husband. is getting ready to get on a sailing expedition. And Marlin and Doug show up, and they're like, Nick and Sue send you their best wishes. They give him a big box. They're like, it's Spam and Reese's. And after Doug hands him the box of all his goods, he's like, I love Spam and Reese's. Yeah. Can I have it? He's like, okay. He just takes takes the food back from him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) That was your ultimate or penultimate? That was my ultimate. We did it. We fucking did it. So it's ratings time. Oh right, okay. I knew it. Thermometer. We all knew it. Thermometer.
1: Critics, they gave it a seventy
0: three percent. Forty five. What? Really? Yeah. I thought this was more well liked. I know. I guess he said it was mixed reviews or earlier this week today. Um, okay. I was off by a lot. I'm cooling and audiences. Seventy three. You're closer. It's a 65, though. 65. With an 8. I always want to be with an 8. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, that's your goal. Uh, how about IMDB Metascore? I think this probably is higher, because people will give this a 4.9. 49? You're so... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh. What am I at? 48. Well, wow, Brandon. Oh, oh. I was right there, but I said 4.9, so I guess that was good. You're way off, yeah. And out of 10, an audience score on IMDb? 6.0. Hmm, you're within 8 of 6.8. Oh, look at me go. So, what only heck? erroneous on the first one. Missed it big, but then I used it to set myself. And let's take a peek, because you love this now, where this falls on our list. Amongst other high critically rated movies, yeah, it's actually one of our highest rated. Sure. 10, we do a lot 20. of bad movies. It's like our thirtieth highest rated movie of. We do a lot of. Sh- we do a lot of shit. So let's see. Right below it, um, we've got. I'm thinking of ending things. Ooh, Uncle me. I mean, masterpiece. <laughs> to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julia. B- Good Numana. movie. A hot rod. Uh yeah. even dwarves started small oh, and come again.
1: Murderous row.
0: Yeah, you got a bunch of those. Boon me, Tu Fu, Hot Rod, and Dwarves. Fuck yeah. Right above it you've got a national treasure. Mm. Top Gun. Yeah. Jurassic right. World.
1: I haven't haven't seen the podcast. Martyrs. Nope. Napoleon Dynamite.
0: Perfect. Videodrome. Perfect.
1: School of Rock.
0: Perfect. 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 And the gods must be crazy. The best movie of all time. So, high company, but chance for some duds, of course. Of course. What are you giving this film? 6.8. Sure. On scale, the stuff that holds it back is the timely datedness, the racist portrayals, projectile vomiting, some of the lewd language. But despite all of that, I think there's a good amount of heart in here. I like the performances. Um, I like, I like the animals. You know I love a good animal. I think of yeah, course. That's ultimately what it boils down to. I think it's pretty earnest. It has a good heart to it It's mm-hmm. it doesn't it borderlines cheesy but it doesn't get there um yeah so i think i can't give it more than that but i think it's 6.8 i am a 7.8 okay yeah uh, yeah. I I'm, agree. I'm fine it, with that it's earnest and positive the watchability is great the rewatchability is great great you can sit back and enjoy it you can put it on in the background I think the aspects of both comedy are pretty darn good. And I think the chemistry and the connection for the romance aspect is pretty that's darn all, good, that's too. That's two parts you need for the rom-com. So, all in all, I think a 7.8 is great. And that's I know fair. people are going to be like, oh, I love Fifty First First Dates. This is like a 9. You guys aren't critics mm-hmm. like we are. you got to be yeah, objective. Yeah, we, we, we went to critics. School, so, we are so critics, critics, a 45 and a 48 for a 46 and a half? Audiences, what about the real critics? A 65 and a 68 for a 66 and a half. And the real critics, a 68 and a 78 for a 73. 7.3, that's what Seth would have given it. That's what's up. Yeah. That's us, baby. Um, And keep the critical ball rolling. You got Big Rog. I got Big Rog. First up, Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, yeah. He says, This movie is sort of an experiment for Sandler. He reveals the warm side of his personality and leaves behind the hostility, anger, and gross-out humor. The movie doesn't have the complexity and the depth of a movie like Groundhog Day, but as entertainment, it's ingratiating and lovable. Three out of four stars. Ooh. Big Rog liked it. He gets it. He fucking liked it. He's right around us. Good job, Big Rog. The, 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 the critics uh, know. Real the other stuff. one is by Rex Reed at the New York Observer yeah he says stupid coarse and abysmally unfunny the film is unnecessary with his offensive humor about brain damage okay he there he has a take
1: but we're entitled to our takes our first take
0: songbird me up Brandon Uh, my first review is Will you by uh, me? the little songbird he obliged what? me guys uh <laughs> I asked, he 10, 2009, she says, I'll admit right now, I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. However, I found this film to be surprisingly enjoyable. It's sweet and cute in places, and while certainly not a masterpiece, it is above decent. A vast majority of the jokes work here, and that was great <laughs> to see, and the direction was surprisingly subtle. The camera work was good, making good use of the gorgeous scenery, and the soundtrack was lovely. I have little problem with the performances. Adam Sandler gives off more likable performance, and Drew Barrymore is the persona of sweetness as his love interest. One of the supporting performances, Rob Schneider, guarantees a number of laughs, and Sean Austin comes close to stealing the film in places. It has its flaws, but it is a brave attempt at a romantic comedy, and mainly because of the chemistry of the two leads it mostly succeeds. Seven out of ten. Yeah, right between us. is up. I think she makes some
1: great points. Great acting all around. Except
0: from Rob Schneider. Yeah. Although, like acting. I said, this is one of my... I actually enjoyed this role more than a lot of his other films that are Sam-based. Rob Schneider's? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not a bad performance. It's kind of... A, inappropriate. A, a inappropriate. Yeah, portrayal. But he's not doing a terrible job. Hey, you want me to pardon you again, or what? Give me a a Snoop style. Uh, Let's do a Snoopy style next. November 17th, 2013, they say, Sandler and Barrymore make for a lovely couple, especially for a rom-com. I just don't understand why Sandler feels it necessary to push his character into unlikable territory. Why does he have to be so sleazy? And can Rob Schneider get any more annoying? The only good thing from Schneider is that hilarious, happy Gilmore swing. Adam Sandler, though, is relatively under control in this film. He should just be a nice guy who meets a nice girl. Drew has her part down perfectly. Adam has it in him to play a nice moral guy. Seven out of ten. Seven again. Yeah, I think Drew does give a pretty naturalistic performance for what she's tasked to do. Sandler never really gives a naturalistic performance, I think. Maybe like Big Daddy exceptioned something like that. I like Big Daddy, yeah. But this is pretty good for her. And like Drew Barrymore's obviously not like one of the greatest actresses out there, but she's definitely always brings a sweetness and charm. Yeah. Yeah. She sure does. You want me to pardon you again or what?
1: What does that mean?
0: Like you want you want me to throw you a bone in here? Can you do you have do you have that dumbass cosplay? Cosmas, coming up next, July 21st, 2009. I really loved it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> While Adam Sandler is supposedly the star of this movie, the actual Shining star is Drew Barrymore. The plot isn't really thick, but what she makes of her character is that confined environment is great. Another fav- factor is, of course, the chemistry between Adam and Drew. And although it isn't the greatest on-screen pairing, not even close, it still creates enough believable buzz to work as a romantic comedy with a slight twist that all being said the jokes are hit and miss like with many sandler movies even his regular comedy friends get their screen time and if you're a fan of his then of course you will like the movie no matter what or i um no matter what i or others will write but as stated above this is was a pretty decent watch even for me 5 out of 10 even for me he's such an idiot I mean, pretty <laughs> succinct there, but you gotta hate him. Gotta. Gotta hate him. Let me... Uh, now we're getting into the weeds. Who else could we have? Do you have a reviewer? Is there any more returners? Two. We have Draca Nope. Is it Bevo? No. Nope. Oh, yeah, Bevo. I'll do Bevo. Bevo. hit me some Bevo. Adam Sandler reprises his... Oh, sorry. March 30th, 2020. Jesus. Of course. Adam Sandler reprises his role in every other movie he's ever made in this comedic masterpiece. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. He loves it. Bevo. Bevo. Oh. Oh. Bevo. Bevo, 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 Actually, I think this other one's a returner, but you're never going to guess this one. And then out you've then? got one. Then you've, then you've got one more. Lee Eisenberg. No. Every movie is ten. No. Smells like cheese. No. I don't know. I'm out. Uh, does Plankton rules sound like one? Fuck. It's not this Plankton guy. rules. Oh, okay. Who is it? Does Matthew Silver's hammer? No. It's not him. Does B A underscore Harrison? No. Not him. It's Prismark 10. um October 23rd, 2013. They say Sandler's trying to hit all the sweet spots that his audience now expects. Rob Schneider? Check. Some 80s music with a reggae twist this time? Check. Some gross out yeah. humor? Check. However, yeah. Sandler's not a strong right enough actor song. to carry yeah. the more depth required with dealing with brain trauma issues raised by this film and cannot match Drew Barrymore in acting stakes. It's not all Sandler's fault. The guess. script is not edgy enough, although it wants to subvert the edgy. rom-com genre. It gets too repetitive, leaving this viewer slightly bored. Kudos to the filmmakers for having an ending that does not go for the easy option, though. Four out of ten. They want it to be edgier. What does that mean? I don't know. What would a more edgy movie look like? Put her in the fucking home? <laughs> what? They, like, raw-dog it every night? <laughs> oh, that edginess. Yeah. I don't know. And I think, looking back on it, Sandler's a like powerhouse actor. He can. He can. When yeah. he wants to act, he can act. Of course. Better than Drew, probably. It throw him mean. a bone. Throw Seth Rogen a bone. Throw Jonah Hill a bone. They can go huge. You better not fuck I haven't done that in a you, while, You son of a bitch, god damn you. Damn it, sorry, apologies. <laughs> I saw you reach for both of them, and I think it's gonna happen. he so fuck. Okay. okay, two reviews left. You're not gonna get these. This is another returner that's far and few. Studio AT. Yeah. Uh, October 27, 2016. They say, this is one of the many films that people rave about that I thought I'd give a watch. I can see why they like it. It's easygoing enough has two engaging stars at the center of it, but it's really a one-joke film that is funny for the first half, but becoming wildly sentimental in the second. Oh, sorry, before becoming wildly sentimental in the second. It also goes into the familiar pitfall of being vulgar at times also, which is off-putting, but that seems to be the way with modern comedies. It was passable enough for 90 minutes, but I can't say I'd be rushing to watch it again. Two out of ten. Wow. I kind of like the sentimental stuff more than the I do too. The pure comedy stuff. But that's just a taste thing, maybe. But I like the comedy stuff perfectly fine too. I don't know. Yeah. I thought, even for what he said, two out of ten's low. A little harsh, a little harsh. And my last one is by Caleb Williams. What? Yeah, quarterback at USC. Projected that's first overall pick? Wow. pick to the Bears. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what kind of a film buff he is. And this is back in two thousand four. OK, young. I think he was young. I think he was two. He's, That's the he's fact. It, Let's see. Let's see. April 12, 2004, two year old Caleb Williams says this movie stinks to high heaven. The script is so unfunny that no one over the age of seven would find it amusing. The acting is so bad that even a long cane poly looks good beside it. The direction is sloppy. Overall, every scene is utterly predictable leaving aside the fact that you will be so bored that you'll want to shoot yourself 30 oh, minutes into us. it. I don't believe any responsible parent would want their kid to see this film. It's the kind of objectionable trash only a family wedded to the Ku Klux Klan would enjoy. That, it can get a 6.8 re- rating on IMDb, is a serious indictment of the public taste. One out of ten. That's, that's a little a little much for 50 first dates it's the man who's seen two movies Ku Klux Klan and shoot yourself and you wouldn't let your kids see this like come on it's a little tough a little tough so that is ending our reviews are you recommending the film um rom-com mode yes yeah I'm I'm recommending it I think that's an easy recommend part of our canon of course (laughs) blast it out yeah yeah the movie then, canon. The movie canon. And then next week, we're we're going to load the canon up with Groundhog Day, as you said. Our Love Lads. I <sighs> Love <Afterpiece>. Lads canon. <laughs> um, similar themes to this, I reckon. Similar themes. And I'll tell you right now, I love a good time loop movie. Aww. And I love a good <laughs> Bill Murray movie. Aww. So, um, one that has certainly captured our nation's ethos. At the time of Reagan grabbed Puxatani Phil by the balls and said, look at this. Look at this. So that is going to end it. Thank you, Lucas, for joining me all in one day while I got sick. Yeah, no problem. I'll see Thanks you next not week. Ending the call. I never did. Never did. Movie, never movie, do. Movie, gadoosh. And gadoosh. Love you. Good. Good. Good love good love. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if If it's it's good and it's bad, it's probably The movies. Movies.